I know I was made with a purpose to reach past the surface and live life fearlessly. Hello and welcome to the Lift Podcast. My name is Angela Withers. Today we are talking about time and energy management and how we can be successful at managing those resources. We just released a new course, a new digital course on our website, liftmindbodyspirit.com. This course is all about managing our time and our energy and managing it well. I have been so excited to release this course just because of the difference that it has made in my own life. So I hope that it can make a great difference in the lives of many other women. I especially hope that it can be used to really teach young women how to use their time and their energy and how to understand that their hormonal energy cycles are completely different than men. And that's okay. And it's important for us to understand them and work with the hormonal energy cycles that we have rather than trying to live our lives at the same pace of someone else's energy cycle and then feeling like a failure because we couldn't do it. And let's actually just start right there. I remember being a teenager and I was involved in cheerleading and I often had practices at 6 a.m. I remember lots of mornings I could get up and go and no problem. I was energetic, ready to go. I remember other times the alarm going off and me hitting snooze over and over and then flopping out of bed the last minute that I even possibly could to hurry and get ready as fast as I could and and go. And I I didn't understand why sometimes I was just more tired, other times I wasn't. I never realized that there was actually an energy cycle that was going on. And then throughout college, I also remember the same thing. I taught fitness classes and a lot of those classes were at seven in the morning. And I remember times that I would wake up early, ready to go, and other times that it was just really rough and hard to get out of bed. And I think that, I think this isn't just women that experience this. I think men can experience this for sure. And especially if their circadian rhythms are off or their biological cycles, if they're not living in harmony with those biological cycles, they will definitely experience this as well. And then during my years when I had little, little children and new babies, And I would be up in the night with them. And oh my goodness, I just remember so many mornings. It was so hard to even pry my eyes open in the morning. I was just so tired, very sleep deprived. It was a very demanding time period um, for young mothers. It's definitely a season of life where you can feel very sleep deprived and mornings can be very rough. So let's fast forward to a different season of life. Now when all of the children are sleeping fine through the night, they're all growing older. And even though I'm sleeping great through the night, I still have these mornings that are really energetic mornings. I feel great. I'm up and ready. And other mornings where I am dragging. Now the other thing that I noticed over all of these years as well is that I might make a plan for myself that I was going to do this every Monday, this every Tuesday, this every Wednesday, this every Thursday, this every Friday, or whatever. And I might be able to execute that plan perfectly for two weeks. And then all of a sudden, I had no energy to accomplish the things that were on my plan, or what was on my plan really, really, really didn't sound good, and I had to kind of force myself to do it, whereas the week before, I had all this energy. Another thing that I was noticing is that even just with my workouts, that I could go running, no problem. 
go run a few miles, felt great. And then a week later, I would be just walking up the stairs with my basket of laundry and I would be completely out of breath. I was thinking, what is wrong with me? <laughs> How come I am cannot be the same person or or have the same results or feel the same energy flow? And then I would watch my husband and he could set a workout routine or set a goal and he would just nail it. His ability to be consistent day after day after day was amazing to me. And I felt like such a failure when I would compare what my results are with daily consistency to what his were. (laughs) And sometimes I thought, okay, it's, I'm a stay at home mom. So it's just the state of life that I'm in, right? Because he could get up and be out the door and it didn't matter if somebody threw up, right? He could still leave at the same time that he needed to. (laughs) But for me, if I needed to be out the door at a certain time and somebody threw up, we had to stop and get everything cleaned up and everybody changed and then probably make some phone calls and cancel what we were going to because somebody threw up, if that makes sense. So then I thought, okay, it's just motherhood. It's just because we're in different seasons of life. And But then fast forward to a day of life where I'm not having children randomly throw up and it's not throwing me off, but yet I'm still not consistent day to day. So this was really starting to, um, I don't know that I would say bother me, but maybe, maybe that's probably the right term. It was starting to bother me several years ago. And I thought I need to really understand this. And this is when I started really delving into um, understanding circadian rhythm. A lot of this great research was coming out about biological cycles or biological rhythms. And they're basically just these cycles that happen over and over and over in the world around us. So I began delving into this research that was being done. And I love that I could just geek out on reading nutrition and health studies and health research all the time. I just think it's fascinating. So I began really trying to align my life with all of this research that was being done about circadian rhythms and just thinking, if I can align and harmonize with these things, then I'm going to be able to be consistent day to day, right? That was the thought that I had. And not so. (laughs) I started aligning as perfectly as I could with these circadian rhythms and still felt like there was something a little bit off. Now, one thing that's interesting is that a lot of studies are done, health studies, where they will specifically pick men or they will specifically pick women who have already gone through menopause to be in these health studies or health research groups because they're more consistent, right? (laughs) So then when I started researching that, I'm like, oh my goodness, we're not meant to be consistent. Or maybe we are, but we're not meant to be consistent in the same circadian rhythm that men are. So that's when I started really delving into what are the other biological rhythms or biological cycles that are around us. And it was so fascinating to me because several of them I felt like I had read. This is on a, a religious or a, a spiritual note, but so many of them I have already read about. And, and it's right there in the very beginning of the Bible with the creation period that we are given the sun and the moon as times and seasons. They're signs for us to use for times and seasons. And that's something that generations past used. They relate on heavily it seems in our day and age, we have really 
kind of ignored them and in essence failed to use them as the resource and tools that they are to help us manage our time and our energy. So as I delved into this further, I began to understand infradian rhythms and infradian rhythms are anything that is a rhythm, a biological rhythm that is longer than 24 hours. And definitely the female menstrual cycle is one of those rhythms. Also another one that is that we talk about in the time and energy management course is the lunar rhythm as well, the rhythm of the moon. And the moon takes 29.5 days to complete a full cycle. And recent research has shown that the average woman has, who's still menstruating woman, her average cycle length is 29 days. They They used to believe it was 28, but they found that it's actually 29, which is really interesting. That doesn't mean that all women have this length, right? That's the average because it can be longer, it could be shorter. But it's really fascinating to me that it just happens to align with the same lunar cycle time frame. In addition to this, a man's hormonal energy cycle resets itself every 24 hours, which is exactly what happens with circadian rhythm with the cycle of the earth and the sun. So there's this cycle between the earth and the moon that takes 29.5 days and then this cycle between the earth and the sun that takes 24 hours. So it's really fascinating as I began understanding this that I was like, I am meant to be consistent, but I am not meant to be consistent on a set 24-hour schedule. So once I understood that, I started really aligning with, and I don't want to say that I was aligning with the moon, but I really wanted to understand my own cycle, where I was at. And thankfully, my sister, my older sister, had given me a book, and it was called Taking Charge of Your Fertility by Tony Weschler. She gave that to me when I was first married. So it's been almost 20 years, it'll be 20 years this year, that uh, my husband and I have been married. And when I had that book, I I followed that book. I read that book through. It was so awesome to understand all the different signs and that my body was giving me to let me know what phase of my menstrual cycle I was in. And most importantly, it taught me to chart. It taught me to chart when I was ovulating, when I was having my period, what symptoms I was noticing in between. Just got me in this rhythm of understanding Was I in the luteal phase, which is the last half of your cycle, or was I in the follicular phase, which is the first part of your cycle, the first half of your cycle up until ovulation? So I was very familiar with that, and I had done it for years, but then I stopped after through all of the stages of being a young mother, and then I was like, well, I don't really need it anymore, but I did, but I do, but we all do, (laughs) because it's amazing when you know where you're at in your cycle. You definitely understand what energy is available to you. You understand what part of this hormonal cycle you are in so that you can really plan and use the energy that you have from those horm- available from this hormonal cycle to the very greatest advantage because you know when to plan all of your high energy intense activities or projects you want to accomplish and when to plan the ones that are good to just cuddle up on the couch and study and get that done. These times that you can really use what's available to you in a very efficient and effective way. And it is consistent. It repeats itself over and over and over. Just not every 24 hours like we see with a man. Seeing my husband's consistency day after day 
really made me begin to think that there was something wrong with me, that it was just a major weakness or a flaw in my character, that I could not manage my time well because I couldn't seem to keep myself consistent day after day. I might do fine for you know, a couple weeks. And then after that, it was a really difficult for me to have the energy or stamina to maintain the pace that I had been for the previous two weeks. So I accepted this premise in my mind that I just was not good at managing my time. So I attended seminars on managing your time. I listened to audiobooks back before podcasts. And then I researched different kind of planners and I used all sorts of different planners and I spent a lot of money on expensive planners thinking maybe that was my answer of how I could learn to be very consistent day after day. After several years of doing this, following the ideas that I had gotten from these different seminars and books I had read, I realized I wasn't actually seeing any results, any good results. It was, I was still kind of struggling with the same thing I'd struggled with back when I was a teenager where I had days that I just felt like I was on the top of my game, and then I would have days that I felt like I was just paddling, just trying to keep up, (laughs) getting the bare minimum accomplished and done that needed to. And I finally decided that if I was going to have a planner that really worked for me, I needed to create it, and I needed to create it using accurate information. And that's, that led to all my study about biological cycles, understanding these rhythms and how to really align with them and live in harmony with them so we can be very efficient and effective with our time. At this point, I also realized that when I was trying to manage my time, I was actually missing a major piece of the puzzle because I might look at my time and think I can fit this and this and this and this and this and this in there. And I'd put that all on my to-do list for the day or for the week. And then when it came down to it, there were times that I didn't really have that much energy. Maybe I had been up in the night with a baby and I hadn't slept very much, but I knew that I had this on my schedule. And then I felt like a failure because I didn't use my time to accomplish what I had planned. I was completely overlooking the fact that I had another resource I needed to be managing. And that was my energy. Learning about these biological cycles just answered all of these questions that I had in my mind because they really take into account both time and energy. In this course that we've put together of time and energy management, we also included a planner in there and some different calendar options. And I tried to leave that as open as possible because I really do think everybody is different. They have different preferences as far as how they like to organize things and organize things on paper, or maybe they like to organize their calendar digitally. So I really encourage those who purchase and participate in this time and energy management course to learn the principles that are presented in there and then make it work for you. If you have a digital calendar that you love, put those principles into practice in your own digital calendar. If you have a different planner that you love that fits in your purse, you can go right ahead continuing to use that planner and just implementing the methods that we teach in the course. I created the planner to have all of the elements that were important to me personally, so it may not actually be the dream planner for other women, but I felt that it was very valuable to include it in the course, and that is there as an example of how to use and put these principles into practice, but overall what really unites all of us 
is the fact that we're all mortal human beings. We all have stewardship over time and energy, and we're all affected by these biological cycles. And that living in harmony with them is going to help us be the most effective, efficient, and successful in our stewardships over our time and our energy. So once I began aligning my life with this, I just have felt so much better and I've been really excited to share it with other women as well. Also, as I've been delving into research and talking and communicating with other women about this topic, it's been interesting to see how many women actually have their cycles completely aligned with the moon and how many times my own has when I've gone back and actually started looking at my cycles in comparison with the lunar cycles. In the scriptures, God has counseled us not to worship the sun and the moon and the stars. So this is not something that I'm encouraging to worship, but I am definitely encouraging to do the very thing that God has told us in the scriptures to use these for our signs and seasons. So as we're talking about seasons, there's several different kinds of seasons, right? There's different seasons of life and there's also our seasons, these seasons that repeat themselves every single year. Our winter, spring, summer, autumn, and it repeats and repeats and repeats. As I delved into researching and understanding biological cycles, I began to realize just how far off we have gotten from actually living in harmony with these seasons. It's also interesting for me to note just throughout the scriptures how many times when God is giving us counsel or encouragement about the food we eat that we do it in harmony with the season. Looking at this, I can see that not just women, but women and men have really been sabotaging their winter season. Their winter season is set aside as a time of rest. This is a time when there's more darkness. And if you look into these biological cycles, you'll find that when there's times of darkness, that is actually when our body produces melatonin. And that melatonin will initiate a lot of the cellular regeneration. It's when the body repairs itself. It's when the body heals itself. Because the winter is the darkest season that we have, there is a lower amount of energy that's available. And this is through several different factors. First is just the amount of light. We just don't have as much light. And sunlight is the major source of energy for all life on the planet Earth. Also, there's less warmth. Warmth also gives us a source of energy. Obviously too much warmth or too much heat can slow us down, but when it is cold, we are slower. Another way that we get energy from the sun is that as that sunlight enters in through our eyes, it goes in and it hits the pineal gland and the pineal gland triggers hormones to be released that give us energy, give us a boost of energy. So when we have all these factors in the winter that just make it a low energy season, and then we're also colder, that is the time that our body needs warming foods, foods that we can take in that actually create warmth. So that is the time and the season when it's best to consume meats. That's the time and season when it's best to be consuming root vegetables like potatoes or sweet potatoes. But these warming foods actually help build warmth, metabolic warmth within our body. So the needs of the body, even on a nutritional level, and definitely the amount of energy that we have available are going to drastically be different depending on if we're in a winter season or if we're in a summer season. If I was going to encourage someone to start a new diet 
or a new fitness program, January 1st would be the absolute worst time that I could encourage someone to start a program like that. In the Time and Energy Management course, we share what energy sources are available to us so that we can be wise in our stewardship over them in the way that we manage those energy sources to accomplish the most necessary tasks or prioritize what is most important to us to accomplish with the energy that's available to us. One of these energy sources is food, and I did not delve into that further because that is an entire course on its own that you'll see available on Lyft in the future. However, there's another energy source that I wanted to speak about in this podcast because I did not include it in the course, but it is a spiritual energy source. And I just wanted to share that I know personally, and we read about these promises throughout the scriptures, God will give us sustaining energy when we are willing to accept a calling that he's given us or an assignment that he's given us. It may be something that we feel deep within our hearts that he wants us to accomplish. It might seem a little bit scary or it might make us a little nervous, but I promise you that if you move forward in accomplishing what he's calling you to do, he will provide you the necessary energy to accomplish that very task. However, a huge part of this life is for us to learn how to be wise stewards over the resources we have been given. God will bless us with the needed energy as we move forward in accomplishing his errands. That may or may not mean that we could be a modern-day Samson. I'm not sure. But I do know that what God has given us now, we have stewardship over. The energy that he gives us through these different resources that I've talked about, what are the top priorities that we are willing to spend that energy and that time on, and what things aren't going to cut it? And are we actually stopping to rest and take care of our bodies and allow our bodies to heal and regenerate and take time to stop and reflect and commune with God and receive greater light and understanding and guidance. As I've been using this method of managing my time and my energy in accordance with these biological cycles, I have felt so much more at peace and I actually feel like I've accomplished more or I've accomplished it more efficiently and effectively and with far less wear and tear to my body and my mind and my schedule than I have in previous years. And I wanted to share a story about my daughter. So I have two teenage daughters and I've been sharing this information all along with them. So my daughters are pretty tuned in to understanding where they're at in their cycle and understanding what are the best decisions for this certain phase that they're in. Um, Both of my daughters play soccer. And last year, my daughter was in the lowest energy phase, the absolute lowest energy phase. And she had soccer practice and she was not feeling good. And normally she would have just made herself go, just talked herself into it. I'm going to do this. I'm fine. And she's played soccer for years. So I've just watched her do that. Just, you know, just be tough and just get back out there no matter what. And I was so proud of her because she came to me and she said, mom, I just know this is not right for my body right now. I just do not have the energy to go to practice. Is it fine if I miss today? And I said, that's fine with me. I will let your your soccer coach know. And so I did. I let her soccer coach know that she wasn't feeling well and she was going to stay home. And 
and that she'd be there the next day for practice. Well, at the next game that they had a few days later, she sat the bench for the first, I don't know how many minutes, but normally she starts. I've watched my daughters and plays so many soccer games. And that was one of my proudest moments was seeing my daughter sit the bench because she had actually chosen to really listen to what her body needed and give her body rest if her body needed rest. Even if that meant that she didn't get to start the game, but I was so proud of her. And, you know, I mean, she went in 10 minutes later or whatever, and it wasn't, it wasn't a big deal at all. But it was for me. For me, I was just so proud of her. For all the times in my own life that I just ignored what my body was telling me. And there are. There are going to be those times in our lives when we just have to be tough. But if we were trying to do that every single 24 hours and ignoring this 29-day rhythm that our body is naturally in, then this is an invitation to reconsider. So we did want to encourage women to Get to know your body, trust your body, trust the signals your body is giving you. And if it's telling you it needs help, listen to it. There's no reason for us to push forward at the pace of someone else's energy cycle at the expense of our own physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual health. I personally believe that as children of God, we are meant to try to become like him. We are meant to try to identify the imperfections in our character and work to overcome those so that we can become better and that that is why Jesus Christ came to the earth. That is why he fulfilled his mission and made it possible for us to repent of our sins, repent of our weaknesses, repent of our mistakes and overcome them and work harder and harder to get better at them. No matter how many times we mess up, we can keep trying again and again and again because he made that possible. So if we are to become like our Heavenly Father, then we need to follow His example. He is the great creator. And we as His children have the ability to begin to learn to create. And I think these seasons that we're given are the perfect way for us to work towards accomplishing a goal. Um, Throughout the winter season, when it's this lower, slower time, this time of rest, this is the perfect time to be really paying attention to your thoughts and your intuition and getting inspiration and researching and learning and studying to really tune in and identify what God desires for you to accomplish and then to begin to put together a plan of how to make that happen throughout these seasons we've been given, this season of spring and summer and fall or autumn and then rest again the next winter. And each season we can become these mini creators and bring to life a creation that we felt inspired to create. But what's amazing to me is that even as we see God creating the earth in these seven time periods, it's amazing that he rested. Here he is, a being who is all-powerful. He has a celestial body, yet he sets aside time to rest. That is how valuable this time to rest, to ponder, to think, to reflect, to seek and receive inspiration. This is how important this time is. And if we have been pushing away this season that we have that God has given us and established for us to have, then we're actually not living in harmony with these rhythms or these cycles that he's given us that enable us to become like him. 
I invited one of my closest friends to share her experiences aligning with her own hormonal energy cycle. So I'm super excited to have her share some of her experiences now. Her name is Lauren, and you can read a little bit more about her on our website. She is also my sister, and I am constantly uplifted and inspired and motivated by her example. So I am really excited to have her here with us today. Angela, thank you so much for having me on. It is such a joy and a pleasure and an honor to be here. I'm so grateful for you and your friendship and you're just absolutely one of my best friends and I'm so grateful that I have you as a sister. It's so fun to go over these exciting things and to learn from each other and bounce ideas off of each other and to discover the truths that God and our Savior have have put here for us to discover and to try to align ourselves with. My story is a little bit different from yours, but there's a lot of similarities. You definitely are more scientific and um, articulate in a lot of ways, and I'm just so grateful for those qualities and characteristics you have. On the other hand, I, I my journey kind of started right when I got married. It was interesting. So all growing up, I know that I've always been very sensitive to to medicines or to um, anything that I had put in my body. Like if I had a headache, I would only take like one ibuprofen because I could sense that just if I had too much of it, I I could just feel it in my body that maybe I did too much or my heart would race or something like that. And so... When I first got married, I kind of just went and did what everyone else in my mind just goes and does. They go to the doctor, they get birth control, and they get on birth control right when you get married. And I actually did that. And it didn't take very long for me and my husband to be like, oh my goodness, (laughs) Lauren is not herself. I know that I'm already a sensitive person when it comes to not only like what I put into my body, but also like my emotions. Like I've always been very sensitive to being able to sense even the emotions of others in a room. And it's, it's just one of those things I have. So when I had put like actual birth control into my body, I I felt immediately way, way, way more sensitive than I should have, or I felt that I should have. And it got to the point where my husband was like, oh my goodness, Lauren, I don't know who you are. (laughs) And he's like, I will do anything, anything to have my wife back and have her be normal. And so I was very fortunate to have received a copy of the same book that our older sister had given, The Taking Charge of Your Fertility. And I actually didn't start with that. I had gone the other way and gotten the birth control and then circled around and started implementing those steps that Jenny so wisely had given me. And it was life-changing for me. I was just so grateful that I came to this understanding, this testimony of that my Heavenly Father had given me a body to be a steward over. And 
that it was important for me to listen to what he already put into my body. Like if, uh, just like a machine, well oil it, you take care of it and it comes programmed in a certain way. And I discovered that about myself that I could do everything naturally and that I was designed that way. And so I'm just super grateful that that I had a wise older, well, wise older sisters, plural, that have helped me along this path. But um, as time has gone on, becoming a mother of three and doing, oh, also so many different tasks through businesses, through um, just being a homemaker and being active in my community and, and in church. I have found that there's many times where moms can wear a lot of hats and women in general can wear a lot of hats. And I would find myself like you in situations where I was like, oh man, I, I'm just so exhausted. Like I don't have energy or for me, it was more like I could always gauge off of my emotions where I was. And I always knew that certain things would happen when I just started crying uncontrollably. And that was just a time of the month where I was having really low energy. And I would just be sad for like two days straight. And then I would bounce back and I'd be fine, you know. But um, I could always gauge off of the emotions of where I was. And so it wasn't until this past year that... You had mentioned following the phases of the moon to me and everything just clicked in my head. And so I decided, oh my goodness, if I want to align to what my creator has given me, my body and the stewardship that I have, I really want to align with the moon. And so I started off on this experimental adventure and um, it actually was quite fun, and my husband has kind of made fun of me a little bit about it. But um, it's been fun to try to align my menstrual cycles and my energy to the moon. And so I went on this wild, crazy search through books and through the internet to discover how I could align myself with the moon because I read about tribal accounts where women would go and spend time in a moon lodge during their lowest phases of their menstrual cycle and all the way to all sorts of different cultures all over the world and what has happened over centuries and that um and a lot of things were taboo but it was just kind of fun to be like I'm going to try to align myself with the moon so I started off doing a few simple things and I was actually quite amazed at how quickly I actually could sink to the moon. And it was fun because I had a few different friends that would check in with me like <laughs> every couple weeks they'd be like, Lauren, are you synced with the moon yet? Or what's, you know, how do you do that? I did a few simple things and I totally synced with the moon with my faces and it all started with every time that there was a full moon out 
I would spend lots of time outside. And I, I'm fortunate enough to live in Florida. I go out to the beach on full moon nights. And every time there's a full moon, I would spend as much time as I could in the light of the moon. And I don't know all the science behind it, but I know that there are certain rays that are emitted off the sun. Why not the moon? And if the circadian rhythm can be triggered by sun rays and light, why not the moon with moonlight rays, right? And so I have spent a lot of time walking the beach out in the moonlight when it was a full moon. And then I made sure that every time it was a new moon, I was sleeping completely in darkness. And to my amazement, my menstrual cycle actually shifted to where I was menstruating during the new moon cycle, or the new moon phase, and then I would be ovulating during the full moon. And I just thought that was so fascinating that within two months time, I could shift my entire cycle and I'm like synced with the moon. And so it's just kind of fun for me. I know that not all women can do that. We're all at different stages. Some women are going through menopause. Some women have had miscarriages. Some women are pregnant. Women all across the board are doing all sorts of different things with with different birth controls and contraceptives and things like that. And so I just thought it was a fun venture for me personally to try to sync with the moon. And I totally did it in two months time. I was absolutely amazed that just by simply basking in the moonlight during a full moon as much as I could, and then sleeping in complete darkness during the new moon phase, how that shifted my body. It it literally shifted over a week or so or more. It's just really fun now to be able to look at the calendar and say, wow, when I need to do certain projects or do different things, I can look at just the phases of the moon and I know exactly where my energy is. That, you know, when it's a quarter moon, I know that I have more energy and I can be more creative. When it's a full moon, I get so much done. I feel like I can stay up pretty much all night doing all these projects and I'm not phased and I need very little sleep. And then during the last quarter of the moon, I am just knocking all of my projects out of the park. I'm cleaning up my house. I'm organizing. I'm doing all those things. And then during the new moon, I can just rest. And what I love about this is I can look at the new moon and my cycle and I can say, oh, it gives me so much permission to rest and it's much needed rest. And not only that, I can just cuddle up on the couch with my kids. I can read stories to them, watch some movies, do very light yoga and stretching and things. And I I feel like just so fulfilled. And not only that, ever since I have synced with the moon, I feel like there's all this weight that was lifted off of me that I didn't really even realize was there in the first place. That I had been subconsciously putting all of this pressure and stress on my own body. Just having that permission to rest was such a huge blessing for me. Like I feel so freed. So it's been really fun. I love 
that I can be synced with the moon. I know exactly where my energy is. And it's kind of fun. Like it's kind of fun to know, oh man, there's this celestial object in the sky that God himself put there. Just like the sun. And it's beautiful. And if I can sync myself with the celestial object, maybe, just maybe I'm syncing myself closer to my savior and closer to God. If I'm honoring myself and honoring these cycles that have been putting in place and these lunar cycles, I'm just so grateful that I've been able to go on this journey because it has been a blessing in my life, even though as silly as it sounds. And there was one other thing that I thought was really silly, but my, um, my family actually, they laugh at me. Every time that there's a full moon, I grab bottles of water and I put it out, I put it out in the in my porch so the moon can shine on it all night long and and I just I think it's funny because there's been all this research on how if you leave bottled water in the car and the sun shines on it how it does certain things to the water. So I'm like, "Man, if they've done those studies, why not moon rays?" And so during the full moon I always try to drink my moon water and my my boys are always making fun of me and they just think it's silly. And maybe it's just a placebo effect for myself, but I do think it's just kind of fun. Not that I am worshiping the moon or anything silly like that, but I do think it's quite fascinating to try those things. Why not? If If the Savior could spit on the ground and make clay with his hands and cure the blind man with clay and just some some of the spit from his mouth. Like, why can't I drink moon water and have it sink me to the moon? I'm going to drink water anyway. Might as well have it be moon water. I just think that was kind of a fun little thing to do. I do enjoy the fact that I am synced to the moon. I can look at a calendar and it's such a blessing to know right where I'm at. To know that Heavenly Father had created my body to do all of these wonderful things. To be creative, to harvest, to reap, and to rest. And I'm so grateful for that. And I'm grateful for the knowledge I have now of how I can honor my body better. And honor the cycles that Heavenly Father has created for me. Lauren, thank you so much for being on the podcast with me today. I love that you started researching and that you started experimenting as well. It inspired me to keep my blinds open a little bit on those full moon nights and have the moonlight come right into into my bed. And with the weather warming up, we've been out on the pickleball courts in the moonlight as well. My personal cycle is also about a week off from the moon cycle. So I'm interested to see as I follow some of these suggestions Lauren gave to see if that changes my cycle as well. It is so neat to hear your experience sinking with the moon. And one of the things that I've found as I've delved into researching about biological rhythms, um, another term that's used for these biological cycles or biological rhythms is chronobiology, which is basically the study of these patterns that are found in nature as it relates to time. So lunar and solar rhythms are definitely among these patterns. As I've delved into this research in this area, I have found that there are just there's so many questions I have that they have not done studies on yet. They don't have the research on it yet. So I'm really intrigued to actually hear these experiences that other people have because there is so little research. But I think that what's most important is rather than 
concerning ourselves about what we don't know yet is moving forward with what we do know and then allowing the research and our own personal experiences and experiments to determine as we see what fruit comes from them or what results come from them to help us determine what will work for us. Just like I said earlier in the podcast, that as I attended all of these seminars on time management or tried these different expensive planners, I found that I was really not much further along than where I had begun. And that's when I realized this wasn't producing the fruit that I needed, that there was more out there that I needed to understand. So I'm excited as our listeners use the course. I'd love to receive feedback and feel free to email me anytime. It's Angela at liftmindbodyspirit.com with questions or with any experiences that you feel excited or inspired to share. Thank you for being with us today and may God bless you in your efforts to be wise stewards over your time and your energy. I know I was made with a purpose to reach past the surface, live life fearless.